Hello, wonderful listeners. Welcome to the season one of That's Salt, Not Sugar, a cooking and baking podcast, providing chefs and wannabe chefs with recipes, tips, and talks about making delicious food. I'm your host, Noah, and this first season is on everything chocolate. We're going to talk about chocolate desserts, ranging from cakes and cookies to puddings and sauces, and eventually more complex desserts. Today's episode is on layer and bundt cakes. Let's start out with layer cakes. Layer cakes are defined as cakes having two or more layers with frosting or another filling in between. They're those classic cakes you see in stores or bakeries, or find at birthday parties with fancy icing decorations on top. Layer cakes are a very diverse type of sweet. They can be many different flavors, as well as many different colors. The layers can be colored with food coloring and cut in specific ways to form a pattern that is revealed when the cake is cut, such as stripes, checkers, or lines. In this way, they are fairly easy to customize, but that's not the only reason why they are so popular. They also are quite simple. You can start off making two or more cakes, depending on how many layers you want. Many cake recipes make two cakes already, and there are plenty of layer cake recipes out there if yours doesn't make enough. After the cakes are made, they are smeared top to bottom and in between each layer with a frosting of your choice. It's not too hard a process, and it can even be done with a box mix to make it simpler. Many people seem to be intimidated by the idea of baking their own cake from scratch, and I get it. But really, it's just having the ingredients, knowing techniques like whisking, beating, blending, and creaming, and following the directions, as well as knowing, through experience, how and when to improvise if things go wrong. Baking is all about the little things, and most of the time, the reason your cake doesn't turn out was because of something small, like not greasing the pan well enough, or adding too much of something, or forgetting something. Here are a few cake tips to help avoid these. Number one, double check your oven is preheated to the right temperature, and the oven rack is in the middle of the oven, not too close or too far away from the burner. The oven plays a very crucial role in how your cake turns out, so make sure it's ready to roll when your cake is ready to bake. Number two, get all your ingredients out first and put them away as you use them. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> this technique has helped me a lot in not adding things twice, forgetting ingredients, or even using the wrong ingredients. There's nothing worse than salting food with baking powder, because trust me, I've done that. And it was not something I want to repeat, so don't try that. Number three, really know your eggs. Pretty much all cake recipes call for eggs because eggs are what help the cake rise in the oven. So knowing how to whisk eggs hard and crack eggs cleanly is really handy since eggs come up so much. Plus, if you teach yourself how to crack an egg in one hand, you can look all the fancier while you get the job done. One more thing on eggs. I have a friend who is actually afraid of cracking eggs because she's afraid she'll get shell in the egg which I can understand, because sometimes eggs do crack weird and the shell gets all mixed in and you can't get it out. It's not a fun feeling. Quite frustrating. I suggest cracking the eggs into a separate bowl first in case you do mess up. And that's doubly handy because you can whisk it there before adding it to the batter. Something else that helps if you find a bowl with a thin edge, sorry, something else that helps is if you find a bowl with a thin edge to help crack the egg cleaner. And if you still are afraid, Try counting to three. One, two, three, go! And then cracking the egg. 
Number four, fluff up your flour. You need to keep your flour light and fluffy for a good cake, so never pack it into the measuring cup. Instead, spoon it in, and then use a knife to level off the top. Number five, wait to frost your cake. This is my last cake tip for now, but it's a very important one. Many people take their cake out of the oven and think, wow, it smells so good, let's frost it and eat it, yay. The problem is, you put your fr frosting on the cake when it's still hot, or even a tiny bit warm, and the frosting will just melt right off, making the cake look less pretty and a lot messier. And if you have a layer cake, the stakes are even higher, because the top cake will slide right off the bottom one like an avalanche with the melting frosting. I've had this happen. So no matter how hard it is, you should wait at least an hour, most likely more, before frosting your cake. Now let's talk about bunt cakes. Bunt cakes are defined as a cake that's baked in a bunt pan, giving it a distinct pattern and its famous ring or donut shape. They are often drizzled with a glaze or ganache. I have had a treacherous history with chocolate bunt cakes. I found an amazing recipe, but my cake kept sticking to the pan and not turning out. Bunt cakes tend to be hard to grease, since many have lots of nooks and corners in their pretty and elaborate designs. But once you figure out how to grease the pan well, they are a dazzling cake to view, and most importantly, to eat. My favorite greasing method is Baker's Joy cooking spray, but Crisco and sugar also work well. Bunt cakes are fun not only because of their delicious taste, but also their looks. Bunt pans come in many shapes, allowing you to create cakes that are swirled, ridged, or even shaped like turkeys if you want to be unique. Bunt cakes can look like anything you want, as long as that pan is sold, which there's a lot of different pans sold, and because the pan itself shapes the cake for you, you don't have to cut and rearrange it. I've found that bunts make great festive cakes for holidays and add a lot to the table. You can buy bunt cans for, sorry, bunt pans for pretty much any occasion, which is nice. Unless you buy a bunt pan that makes your cake shape like a human brain, that's not so nice. That's probably my least favorite pan that I've seen. Well, there's lots of strange bunt shapes, anyway. And now we're going to wrap up this episode with a chocolate fun fact. Did you know that chocolate has over 600 flavor compounds, while red wine just has 200? Today we talked about what layer cakes are, how they are customized, and some tips and tricks on how to make them. We also talked about bunt cakes, and how to avoid having them stick to intricate pan designs. Thank you for listening to That's Salt, Not Sugar. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more tips and talks on cooking and baking, please subscribe. You can find my amazing recipes for the items we discussed in each episode on our Instagram page at That's Salt, Not Sugar podcast with no apostrophe in that's. Good luck on your creations, and see you next time. <laughs>